News time is 6.23. News this morning is brought to us by Preferred Dental Partners, Dr. John Borja, Anna Minima, and Megan Olderidge. At Preferred Dental Partners, Beaver Dam and Horicon, now accepting new patients. Visit pdpdentist.com to learn more. Let's head over to the Daily Dodge News Center. Here's Craig Warmbold with a check of news. Local governments across Dodge County recently receiving their second round of American Rescue Plan Act funds. Just over 1,800 towns, villages, and cities with populations under 50,000 receiving a combined $205 million in relief funds. City of Beaver Dam got nearly $860,000 in their second and final payment. In Beaver Dam, their recently depleted downtown revitalization grants have been replenished after the Common Council approved the use of ARPA funds for the grants. Mayor Becky Gluen had initially requested that $400,000 in ARPA monies be directed to the matching grant program for facade improvements and business attraction in the downtown. Council voted that down in early June, but at their most recent meeting, officials adopted the same plan with a scaled-down dollar amount of $350,000. Green Lake County authorities utilizing a canine unit and drones to arrest a domestic disturbance suspect in Kingston yesterday. Christopher Holcomb allegedly fled the scene on Vine Street around 12.30 a.m. As soon as deputies arrived, the 38-year-old approached the residence, then reportedly fled again. He later surrendered to law enforcement and was taken into custody. Dodge County Sheriff's Office urging those who insist on using fireworks on the 4th of July to do so safely. Sheriff's officials say aerial and explosive fireworks are illegal. They add many vendors sell you these types of fireworks with a piece of paper saying you can own them. However, that paper does not give you the right to set them off. Those with questions about which fireworks are legal in their area advised to reach out to the Sheriff's Office. State transportation officials urging motorists hitting the roadway for the 4th of July holiday weekend to drive safely. Tips include slowing down and following posted speed limits, eliminating distractions like cell phones and other electronic devices, and being prepared to yield to emergency vehicles. I'm Craig Warmbold reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Great to see you this morning. I know that uh, ARPA is different than the AARP, but I always think of the two whenever one is mentioned. Yeah, yeah, they they are they are different. Although some uh, communities that are over sixty five years old may be receiving some of these ARPA funds. I thought you just have to be over fifty. Well, you know. Uh, have you know. checked your mail recently? I have not checked my mail. Oh, you might be one of the newest members. Recently. Give it a couple years. So I I, pr- I would prefer to get ARPA funds. Right. Yeah, I think myself. But but that's a great, uh, great story about the fireworks. So it's illegal to have aerial fireworks like any mortars or anything like that. Bottle rockets are kind of okay. No, no, not kind of. It's an aerial. uh, It's an aerial firework. Not supposed to have anything that uh, that leaves the ground. So you so you can't have anything that leaves the ground, and yet everybody buys them and lights them off. But it's illegal. Uh, I mean, it's there's a thing in Wisconsin where it's not illegal to sell them. It is illegal to that's the dumbest, them well, That's off. so dumb. That's so dumb. <laughs> no, I mean, that's why you see the fireworks stands. Well, you might uh, want to buy your fireworks. I think this is the reasoning. Uh, don't quote me on this. But you may want to buy your fireworks in Wisconsin and then use them. So I believe Michigan, you would be able to fire them off or something like that. Uh, so you might be able to, So the theory would be that you can go somewhere where they're legal uh, and, uh, and use them. Who is going to go inside a state more than like an hour, like South Central Wisconsin, to buy their fireworks and then head back to Illinois or Michigan or Minnesota to fire them off on the same day? Well, people that maybe are on their way to those places already. 
Oh, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. But still, so they, they hand you a piece of paper saying you can't launch these off, and then they just kind of wink at you? Or? Well, yeah, and, and the, the paper is, uh, you know, I've heard it described over the years, not necessarily during this most recent uh, yearly conversation with law enforcement, that, oh, it's a piece of paper that really only applies to like a one-mile square piece of land up in the north somewhere. Where, uh, because a community in Wisconsin is allowed to make fireworks legal as well, as I understand it. So, you know, I mean, if the Beaver Dam Common Council decided to say fireworks are legal, you can blow off anything you want, apparently, as, as I understand it, they would have the, uh, the ability under state statute to do that. Now, they haven't done that. They're not going to do that. Uh, but maybe someplace up in the north that has adequate fire protection and, you know, is, is less concerned about that and doesn't have any neighbors that would be worried about aerial items falling down on their roof and starting their house on fire. You know, maybe, you know, in, in a situation like that, it would be okay. That's so weird that it's a lot easier to buy explosives than it is uh, pills for health care. Yeah, in but, some states. Well, go figure. Yeah. But that's kind of like buying a sports car on the lines. Like, yeah, just remember to follow the speed limit. Wink, wink. <laughs> well, right. Sure. I mean, and the car goes up to 120 miles an hour, and you can only use that on the Autobahn, basically, or, you uh -huh. know, uh, legally use that somewhere like that. But that doesn't mean the car doesn't have the ability to go 120 miles an hour. But when it has that, when it when it's able to push those limits like that, how can you not want to test it at least well, once? You, every car you've been in probably has a, the odometer goes up to 100 miles an hour. Well, you got to make mean, sure it works. So you got to make sure it goes up that so high. So you're saying every once. car you've driven in, you've maxed, you've redlined the uh, the odometer. I just want to make sure the the readings are accurate. That's so all. You're, so you're announcing here that you violated the law in the state of Wisconsin. It is scientific testing in a <laughs> hypothetical scenario. Eh, maybe. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to go before uh, Sheriff Dale pays me a visit. And that was Craig Warmold with a check of news. You can find all the latest stories on DailyDodge.com on text form. Also, you can find the audio form on the audio page at DailyDodge.com. We'll get a check of uh, Trifecta. Yeah, that's up next. 95X, today's best music. Well, there's lots of fun stuff going on at Ho-Chunk Gaming at Wisconsin Dells. And one of the big ones being that big concert on August 14th for Grammy Award-winning Ashanti featuring Twista. You can find tickets online at HoChunkGaming.com. Also in the month of July, they have, uh, they've been doing this car, these car giveaways now for quite a while. The Cruising the Dells giveaways. They've been giving vehicles all summer long and this one is so sleek so shiny it's a 2022 chevy camaro convertible there's a chance to win that on july 29th and you can find all these great events and everything on their website they got the cruising the dells giveaway they have too hot to handle that's another promotion going on rev up your points on fridays all veterans, they have specials going on on the 4th of July as well as July 27th and quite a few days throughout the year also. Sweet Silver Days still happening on Thursday and also the Wonder Wheel on Tuesday and bingo on Saturdays because those are fun. Find out more at hochunkgaming.com forward slash Wisconsin Dells, the sponsor to the 95X Studio. Automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the morning trifecta from 95X. Ooh. 
little desynchronized on that one. Yes, it is time for the trifecta brought to us by JL Tire with locations in Johnson Creek and Watertown. Well, in 1975, there was a summer blockbuster. This was the summer blockbuster that made everybody run from the beaches. Talking about Jaws. And it looks like it's happening for real. Officials are warning people near Cape Cod that a lot of sharks, including great whites, are lurking in the waters near the popular vacation destination. Scientists have warned after a sighting shuttered a beach in the area this week. Just know that large sharks are here. Megan Winton, a researcher for the Atlantic White Shark Conservatory, said at a press conference Wednesday, quote, they're a constant presence from June to the fall. End quote. In the past week at, week, at least 11 sharks have been spotted in the region, according to the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy's Shark Activity app, which tracks confirmed and unconfirmed sightings. I don't think we have to worry about that in Wisconsin. Well, the crisis in the airline industry is continuing over the July 4th as thousands face delays and cancellations amid a staff shortage and picketing pilots. On Thursday alone, 5,827 flights within, in, or out of the United States have been delayed, while another 639 were canceled. This comes ahead of a holiday weekend, which is expected to see 3.55 million Americans fly, according to AAA, with Friday expected to be the peak day for air travel. Not only airports likely to be jammed, the roads will be back to normal despite sustained high gas prices. A record 42 million motorists are predicted to travel at least 50 miles by road this weekend. And finally, it's kind of unfortunate, but we are ending on a sadder story for the trifecta. Technoblade, a very popular Minecraft YouTuber, has died from cancer at the age of 23. In a video uploaded to his YouTube channel last night, titled So Long Nerds, and narrated by his father, Technoblade thanked his fans and fellow streamers for their support over the years and revealed that his real name was Alex, although he did have this great prank where he had one of his siblings call him Dave. He talks about that. But um, here's part of his quote here. Quote, Hello everyone, Technoblade here. If you're watching this, I am dead. Thank you for all supporting my content over the years. If I had another 100 lives, I think I would choose to be Technoblade again every single time, as those were the happiest years of my life. He continued on and apologized for selling so much, or selling out so much in the past year by offering merchandise, but he notes that as a result, his siblings will be able to go to college, quote, well, if they want to, I don't want to put any dead brother peer pressure on them. End quote. So, yeah, Techno, uh, Techno Blade's father uh, narrated the video with a family dog in the lap and uh, mentioned that right around uh, eight hours after he wrote that script, he passed away. So you can find all of Techno Blade's videos on YouTube. A lot of great uh, great wishes going out there to the family. Techno Blade uh, admired by many 
in the video gaming community. 95X, that is the trifecta brought to us by JNL Tire with locations in Johnson Creek and Watertown. Look at this. I'm actually going to be on time for Jennifer's weather. This is a monumental occasion, and I'm not going to blow it. So today's first kick in the classic. We are celebrating a birthday pretty easy in 1945. Deborah Harry was born. So, of course... Now, we can officially call it a great morning just before 6.46 on the 95X Morning Show. Good morning to you and also your fur baby or scale baby or feather baby. I'm not going to be too judgmental here. And joining us now is uh, Jennifer. Hey, good morning. Good morning to you. Jennifer, you are always doing something in your life. And I'm wondering, 4th of July, do you ever, like, prepare a special meal at all? Is there any food that you eat during the 4th that you don't eat any other time of the year? No. No, I think usually it's just that kind of typical grilling sort of plan or idea, which I do other times of the year. So nothing nothing specific. Do you uh, enjoy any summer salads? I mean, I like pasta salad. That's probably something I eat more in the summer than I would in the winter, but yeah. Oh, totally. I was uh, at the park yesterday, and the cheese curd guy was out there frying up cheese curds. And that is the one food. Like, I don't have cheese curds really throughout the year too much, but, man, carnival cheese curds are, are great. They're squeaky, delicious, and I can feel my arteries clogging with every bite. It's a good feeling. All right. Uh, Jennifer, I'm actually really surprised, pleasantly surprised by the weather forecast. It's looking really pleasant right now. Looks like humidity is not going to be too high. We got a nice little screen of clouds in the forecast, too. So it doesn't look like heat is going to be too much of, of an issue. But there does seem like a chance of precip in the forecast. There is, yeah. So maybe not the most ideal 4th of July forecast coming in. But like you said, it's really not going to be humid too much. Today we're looking at sunny skies. Highs getting up around about uh, 80 degrees. Might have a little bit of humidity here this afternoon, but nothing super, super oppressive today. Mostly sunny skies. And then for tonight, mostly clear, low near 58. Pretty similar way to start off the weekend Saturday. Sunny skies tomorrow, high of 81 degrees, 83 on Sunday. We'll start seeing a slight chance for showers and storms rolling through the area. Blend of clouds and sunshine develops for the day as well, with a high around about 83. For the 4th of July holiday coming up on Monday, we do have a chance for some showers and thunderstorms here. Partial sunshine develops, high around about 83. Then on Tuesday, pretty similar day, chance for showers and thunderstorms, cloudy, high around about 82. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. So, Jennifer, I don't know if you know the significance of today, July 1st. But it happens to be Creative Ice Cream Flavor Day. And when we meet again in the 8 o'clock hour, I will need your help in determining the greatest creative ice cream flavor. Are you ready for the challenge? I'm ready for it, absolutely. Excellent. Try to keep your incitement all together, and we will talk a little bit later. All right, bye. That was Jennifer with a check of weather. Yeah, so a little bit of precip in the forecast. Not too hot, but, you know, we'll kind of see. It's a mixed bag. It's like a, it's like Yahtzee. We got three sixes, and, uh, you know, that's pretty good. It could be, could be a little bit better, but you know what? It's a pretty good roll so far. So summer seasons, there's a lot of things going on in the summer, and certainly one of them is weddings. And I think this month, uh, we have a wedding at the station. Oh, I'm so excited. I don't know what to wear. I don't know what I'm going to, what sort of makeup maybe I need to put on. Maybe you got to trim my eyebrows a little bit here. Definitely got to get my hair up a little bit more. Okay. 
It's going to be like the one wedding of the year. I got to splurge a little bit, but everybody's got new ideas of what weddings should or shouldn't have. And I'm always fascinated by that. Some people have a knot tying ceremony. Some people like to do a Jedi themed wedding. So many great ideas. Well, a new poll has asked people who've recently been to a wedding what traditions are outdated and which ones are now, quote, in. Well, some of the old customs that are out, uh, the bride not being seen before the wedding. I don't know why that was taboo, like why that was a curse of somehow that was going to be like years of bad luck. But uh, I think there's a lot of other legitimate reasons for bad luck besides not or seeing the bride before the wedding. Uh, the bride's parents paying for the wedding. That has uh, gone by the kind of it's more split now, I guess. It's not so much like the father of the bride anymore. Uh, the bride and groom's guests sitting on separate sides. I never really got that. Although still, when you go to weddings, it's really hard to mingle. And maybe that's just my personality type. But you always have like the set group like, oh, there's the Hanson family. They're they're together there. And oh, there are the uh, the spritzel wackles and they're on uh, their little list. And sometimes it's fun to kind of shake things up. But uh, I don't know. Easier said than done. Walking down the aisle to here comes the bride. Ugh, that's so boring. And the something old, new, borrowed and blue thing. I don't even know what that is. Must be old. Well, some of the new stuff that is in right now includes small weddings or just eloping, wedding websites, bright, vibrant colors. Why was that ever out of style? That doesn't make any sense. Proposal videos. Of course, got to post that on the Insta. Alternative rings. Uh, not alternative like alternative metal rings or something like that from Hot Topic, but... Rings, uh, I guess like uh, the plastic rings would be considered an alternative ring, right? Uh, yes, uh, the alternative ring. Or like a wood ring. I don't would, know what Would that be alternative? About. Talking about uh, wedding traditions that are outdated in some of the new ones. There and used to be plastic rings? No, I'm talking about alternative rings. Oh. And not like alternative like band rings. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, alternative styles, like, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So some wooden and some plastic. Because I see the plastic one. I see like the black one a lot. Okay. I think some people kind of switch that off. Like if they're doing day-to-day -day stuff, but if it's more like formal event, they'll put on the metal ring or gold ring, whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I thought it, I thought people just had one ring. I didn't know that there were our options. I'm just kind of spitballing here okay. really, but I've seen people with like the black plastic ring. On their, on their ring finger. So. I didn't know that. I've seen that. I didn't know it was plastic. I just thought it was some type of weird, like, uh, alloy or something. Is that a black metal? I, assumed, I don't know. I assumed it was plastic. Okay. Like a hard plastic or a something. A hard plastic, but... I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if people know, wear plastic wedding rings. See, a, this is a sure sign that you're not married and that I'm not <laughs> a jeweler. Um, oh, it looks like it's chromatic, maybe. Chromatic. Or cer ceramic. Okay. Ceramic. Ceramic. Okay. ceramic, yeah. Yeah. Chromatic, ceramic, ceramic. Chromatic, chromatic yeah. Just call the whole thing off. Chromatic room would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some other things, non-white wedding gowns. Okay. What so, like, this? more colors are what in is, style? What is the general topic I just told you what it was. About. It was wedding customs that are outdated. Wedding customs And that new are traditions that are now in vogue. Oh. Okay. Now, yeah. I, I Okay. Yeah, one of the earlier ones for like stuff that is in fashion now are bright, vibrant colors. And why was that ever out of style for weddings? Wouldn't that? Wouldn't you want like a cavalcade of different colors to kind of celebrate life? No, I think you. I think 
that probably applies to bridesmaids. And I think right now we're in a cycle where they're, they're more muted than they are. I remember going to weddings and it would be, oh, all the bridesmaids are in yellow or all the bridesmaids are in mm. bright blue or something like that. Um, now everything seems a, a oh, little yeah. bit more. I haven't been to a wedding in three years, but um, we got I? one later this month. But I got one later this month. Cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the bridesmaids wear. I guess I haven't. Uh, I haven't. Uh, you know, haven't been to a wedding. They in try forever. to be coordinated, right? They try to have some sort of pattern or theme. Yeah. Usually the bridesmaids all have the same color, and then the 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 guys. What are they called? The the grooms. Groomsmen. Uh, that you would have their tuxedo accoutrement, their cummerbund and, and tie match that of the bridesmaids. Now, it's poor form for one of like the bridesmaids to be outdressing the bride, right? Yes, correct. That's why the bride picks out ugly outfits for the bridesmaids. Yeah, okay. It's, a, it's an intentional thing, I think. It does make sense, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, us guys, we just have to rent an uncomfortable tux. And to scratch all night. Yeah, scratch. Mm. They are scratching. And finally, having a, more than one maid of honor or best man. That's a new thing? That's a new thing now. Okay. And I, I like that one a lot more, too. Oh, that makes sense because, I mean, you've really, like, set some division in your circles when you would, nope, you're better than the rest of them. You're the best. You're the best of all of them. Yeah. Right. Couldn't you just have, like, the better men or something like that? No, I you're mean, better you can... than the rest. You're yeah. not the best, but you're better than the average. Well, that's also insulting, though. You know, you're still what? better than the rest of them. Better than average? But still... But you, you can have, like, a whole cast, then. You don't have to have just one who is the best. Well, if it's... Be how would somebody be better? You have to have them better than something. Well, they're better than average. They're better than the average guy. Well, yeah, but if... So now, it is insulting, but that we're insulting a smaller group. We're being more inclusive to people. Yeah, but now if you could have multiple best men... Yeah. Then that completely eliminates that. Multiple... Maids of honor, multiple best men. You know, that yeah. seems to be what you're saying, right? That's a new right. thing. Yeah, well, having that's having perfect. Multiple. That would have made my wedding a lot easier. Was it tough for you to pick? I just best wound man? up not having a best man because didn't I didn't want to one? pick between them. Right, I didn't want to say like you're the best man or you're because you know it would have been rude to the other friend. So, so then you just said, you know what, no one's just getting not this gonna, title. Just not gonna, we're just not going to do a best man or or maid of honor. So we just... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. What, what is well, my my, si my wife has uh, five sisters. So it's like Yo. six sisters, but five half-sisters and a stepsister. Like, who do you choose? You know? Like, which one do you... Like, the most... The oldest one? Ooh. You know, the one that you maybe get, you know, get are tighter with? Like, wh how do you choose that one? So that was hard for... I, she had to choose between six. I only had to choose between two. I think you got you to gotta pick a card. And whoever gets the jack, that becomes the, the bridesmaid. Okay. They, they I mean, that's pretty fair. Wedding. Right? I, maybe. Or not. Then there's always resentments. Game of chance? Perhaps. Well, then you, you could resent the universe at that point. Maybe. But Although it, if I was or, in that position. Or the solution is to have multiple bridesmaids or multiple maids of honor and multiple best men. Definitely. Yeah. It seems like a, a step in the right direction as far as marriage. No, I like it. I, I think, you know, more the merrier. But hey, I'm also a no fan of, like, the, this the smaller oh yeah that's right ha 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 uh yeah the, the smaller weddings i think that's kind of yeah. kind of fun yeah but, but i mean it's not a small wedding if you've got eight maids of honor and eight best men that's right that's a whole different thing not gonna happen 
But does that seem to be more common to you? Because I've I've known like I think three people know like they get they get married uh, like at the city hall or whatnot. It's like one witness there. They're married, but they save the big ceremony for a later date. They have have more of a party. Yeah, have their friends. And that show seems to be kind of like born out of the pandemic a little bit more. Perhaps, but it also just seems like you know. I mean, you get that big old wedding dress and you wear the uncomfortable tux and you know. If you just have your own party and you go to the courthouse, then you kind of have you get to bypass all that unless your wife wants to wear the the dress or whatever. Mm. You know, if I mean, if if they want to do the big flowing gown and everything and all that, then you kind of have to do the. Unless you have a nudist wedding. Yeah, that's possible, too. Sure. That'd be kind of interesting. Right. I'd, yeah, I don't know where you put the uh, the cummerbund for that, though. Uh, You probably get like an ice statue or something on the side and put it on there yeah yeah that would make sense uh Uh, we will talk a little bit later get another check of local news with craig wormbold and we do have a check of sports with wade bates this american legion baseball team sent 11 men to the plate and scored seven runs in each of the first two innings on their way to a blowout of beaver dam post 146 white construction 18 to 7 on thursday night at the bdhs diamond columbus's brady link had a monster day going four for four, hitting for the cycle with a single, double, triple, and home run. He also drove in six. Columbus head coach Tim Stormer was impressed with Link's night. It's the first time I've been involved in a, in, during a game where somebody hit for a cycle. He's that kind of athlete. He had a really good game the other night. He's got two home runs, two doubles, and a triple and whatever in the last uh, two games. Outstanding. Just really good athlete. Ben Scharfenberg went 3-for-3 three three with a triple and a 3-RBI to paste 146. Beaver Dam heads to Stevens Point this weekend for the Firecracker Classic. Columbus is off until Tuesday when they take on Waupon. Watertown's Legion team dumped Hartford 7-2 last night. Taylor Walter had a couple of RBI. Horicon was a 7-3 winner over Laconia. Owen Mookie went 3-for-4 with a double and 2-RBI. Beaver Dam JVs outlast Waupon. 4-1, Kyler Keel, 2-for-3, a double, and 2-RBI. Pirates held off the Brewers 8-7 in their series opener Thursday night in Pittsburgh. Michael Perez went 4-for-4 four four with three home runs and 5-RBI. Brewers starter Adrian Hauser left the game in the third inning with elbow tightness. That series continues tonight. First pitch is at 6.05 on 14.30 WBEV. Day after opting out of the final year of his contract with the Bucks. Bobby Portis re-signs with Milwaukee to the tune of a four-year, $49 million contract. Milwaukee also inked forward Joe Ingles to a one-year deal. He averaged 7.2 points per game last year in Utah in 45 games. Finished the season with Portland but never played because of a knee injury. Kevin Durant has reportedly requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. The Packers opening up training camp later this month. One of Matt LaFleur's final messages to his team when they wrapped up their offseason program last month was to continue to work hard during this next few weeks. Really the discipline that it takes throughout the course of when guys aren't in the building. Uh, it takes a lot of a lot of discipline and you know just staying up to speed with what they've learned to this point in terms of just the schematics of the game and then again getting yourself in the best shape possible you know we, we can't be going backwards over these next five weeks training camp opens up on july 27th and the big 10 conference on thursday night approved the request of ucla and usc to join the league in 2024 the addition will give the big 10 16 teams and stretch the conference map from coast to coast that is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. 
is the 95X Morning Show. Happy weekend. Hopefully you are enjoying yourself right now and enjoying the weekend ahead. Fourth of July, of course, on Monday. And a pretty solid forecast. Not the best forecast, but certainly not the worst. It's not going to be super hot, so that's kind of nice. Right now, 68 degrees and clear. And a blend of clouds and sun throughout the day. High of 80 degrees. Dropping down to 58 Tonight, that is great sleeping weather and really staying in the low 80s throughout the weekend. 81 Saturday, 83 Sunday, slight chance for scattered thunderstorms. And then on the 4th, it is 83 as well. Basically the same forecast as Sunday with uh, very light winds coming out of the south-southeast on both days. Actually, looks like a lot of precip is in the forecast for next week. So hopefully it's more on the lighter end, if at all. I was at the uh, Drexel Entertainment Garden last night in Fireman's Park for the Columbus Fourth of July, and it did it, it did rain. Like the sun was out, and then it kind of like sprinkled a little bit. It was very like mystical almost. It sprinkled for maybe sixty seconds, and then was kind of done after that. And uh, maybe a few more scatterings here and there, but otherwise not too disruptive. Last night at the uh, Fireman's Park in Columbus. Well, if you need to do some last-minute shopping for a picnic or whatever it may be, maybe some family members just called and you're like, oh, crap, what the heck am I going to serve now? Don't stress. Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly has you covered on that beautiful east side of Beaver Dam, and they got lots of 4th of July specials like sweet, whole, seedless watermelons. They are too $99 each. What a deal. Also, a T-bone steak that are certified Angus beef are $9.99 a pound. You can also get that certified Angus fresh ground chuck for $3.99 a pound in the family pack. And, of course, what would be a picnic or a grill without Johnsonville brats? Italian sausage or Johnsonville, $8.99 for the party pack. And bicolor sweet corn, always nearby. Five for two dollars. They got bushes, beans on sale, barbecue sauce, suddenly salads, olives, Ritz, soda, water, and of course ice cream. Basically, if you have any sort of party, Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly is the place to go. Haven't even mentioned the liquor department. You can create your own six pack and pick up some of the actually the greatest deals when it comes to liquor prices in the area at Beaver Dam. Piggly Wiggly. Well, in the world of entertainment news, it's been kind of a mixed bag. Oh my gosh, I just thought of the biggest story in entertainment news. Okay, play the sounder. What's happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. Okay. Lots of trumpets and whatnot. Stranger Things Volume 2 is out right now. I believe the final two episodes of Season 4 are out on Netflix as we speak. And from what I'm seeing in reviews, it's incredible. This might be... I don't know if it's the best season, because Season 1 was was pretty solid. But this could be the second best, and possibly a contender for the best season right now. So Stranger Things is out on Netflix. Otherwise, in theaters... Uh, Despicable Me 
is now, or with the, whatever the clone is, Minions or whatnot, yeah, that is out in theaters today as well. Uh, there's been a rumor going around. Is Taylor Swift engaged? Reportedly, T-Swift has been engaged to Joe Allen, or Allen, for a few months, but only people in their inner circle really know the truth, and they've been sworn to secrecy. Uh, Taylor won't even wear her ring in public if she does have the ring. Quote, They want their love to stay away from the cameras as much as possible. This is just for them. And if and when they do exchange vows, there most definitely won't be any Vogue, Rolling Stone, or Hello! magazines there. It will be simple and elegant like them. And I applaud them for doing so because she she can do what she wants. She's incredible. And uh, yeah, the tabloid papers, they're desperate for any sort of story and will do whatever it takes. So uh, what else is kind of interesting here is this huge controversy about Lightyear and Tim Allen. This has been so So fans have been really upset that Chris Evans has been the voice of Buzz Lightyear and also that the movie Lightyear has no actual connection to the toy or universe whatsoever. And I get that Disney was trying to create a movie that would have inspired Andy to buy a Lightyear doll. But the movie is, from what I can tell so far, because I honestly, I'm not going to go out in theaters to even think about seeing the movie. The movie is not doing very well. Uh, other, like in terms of box office review, it's below expectations. I think it has a 5.3 on Internet Movie Database. Let's check out Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes right now, light year. Uh, oh, 75% with uh, 282 votes. Not a terribly high number of votes there, but you know, that's better than average, I suppose. But Tim Allen did address the controversy. He said that, uh, you know, this is a different group of brass than that uh, did the first four Toy Story movies. It's a whole new team. They really had nothing to do with the first movies. And, you know, it's a great story, but again, he's kind of looking for the relationship between Buzz and Woody. Woody, jeez, Woody. That is really what Toy Story is all about. This is, eh, this is a little bit different. I guess that's okay for some people, but everyone's got their own idea. So, oh, we really got to cover this topic. When it comes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a lot of fans were asking, why couldn't Ant-Man go inside Thanos and then use his expansion technology to basically rip Thanos apart. And there's a lot of different ways to enter somebody's body, but fans were really insistent on using the back door, which is really gross. I don't know why everyone kept... Just use the nose or the ear, but no, everyone wants to go through the back door. Well, there's a video now that's playing on the Disney Wish cruise ship that features Paul Rudd and... Uh, uh, Evangeline Lily, God, I just butchered that, as Ant-Man and Wasp. And Paul starts to bring that up, and he says, quote, look, before we start, let me address the elephant in the room. I know a lot of chatter out there asking why I didn't shrink down, go in and uh, 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 kill Thanos in a really creative way. First of all, gross. Secondly, it's much more complicated than that. Allow me to explain. And that's when Wasp cuts him off with, quote, if only I had more time. So we may never know if Ant-Man could have destroyed Thanos by going through the back door. Craig, have you heard about this controversy? Nerd talk. 
Nerd Talk on 95X. Uh, what was it? No, this is a Marvel thing, right? Yeah, so this has been, a lot of a lot of fans have brought this up. Ant-Man, he can shrink down to incredibly small sizes. Yes. So why didn't he shrink down? And again, fans are insisting that he crawls through the back door, uh? the derriere, uh? into Thanos, uh? and then expand, what? thus shredding uh? shred- Thanos from the inside out. Wow. Like, I don't know why. You could just go in the ear, the belly button, like the the nose. I don't know why fans kept saying, like, the derriere. <laughs> like, what is up with you guys? Wow. Get over yeah. No, that's, that sounds like a fan fiction uh, novel in, that's in the works or maybe a fan fiction movie. Uh, I don't uh Yeah, it's, um, it's a little strange. I mean, Plastic Man has done that in the DC universe. Like, he kind of he goes inside people, then he can inflate his body. And basically implode them from the inside out. Oh, he has. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know Thanos is. Is that the plural of? of, of I think so. Of, of well, it's just one Thanos. Thanos I. Than- well, Thanos? actually, no. There's a multiverse of Thanos out there. Yeah. So is it? Oh, so the plural of Thanos is Thanos. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't uh, really know what uh, Thanos is uh, full. Uh, I, uh, not being a Marvel watcher, mm. like what what can take him? Could he reform or something if he were to have a, uh, a Ant Man butt explosion? <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't know. He can't reform like that. But he is like nigh invulnerable, basically, kind of like Superman. Well, you know, like how, I, how could he not reform if he's invulnerable? He can't reform, but it takes like an incredible amount of effort to even make him bleed. And, like, cut his skin. Like, so, it's super thick. Well, it sounds to me like the Ant-Man would just then try to expand and it would be, uh, you know, contrict, uh, constricted within the body of, or the butt of Thanos. Yeah. His butt would be so tight that right. I think you're right. I think Ant-Man wouldn't be able to expand. Sure. I'm sure. He's probably got, like, some type of super colon. Yeah, he could just, like, squeeze his sphincter, basically, and just... <laughs> whoosh, right, yeah. Shoot him right out of there. And, he yeah. wouldn't stand a chance. Yeah, no, he'd be like an ant. Because, I don't know, like... Your outside is tough, but would your inside be as tough as your outside? I think I think a superhero villain would uh, would have definitely a very uh, tough. Uh, you know, the the entire span of the colon would probably be very reinforced. I would think it would have to be rugged. Yeah. What is the diet of a supervillain that can live in space? Like it must be like rocks and things. So you would think it'd be a very, you know, pretty regular digestive system. Well, I, uh, you know, one would assume that they would travel with some type of uh, some type of food that would be more hospitable to the uh, to the outer space area. You know, they would. They, yeah. you're, you're, you seem to be suggesting that they would only eat what they find. I would I would pose to you that they would be mm. better better prepared from a nutritional standpoint. Yeah, they probably have something that rocks. looks like tofu or something like really calorie yeah. dense. Yeah, like hundred thousand like yeah. hundred thousand calories for one square inch or exactly. something. Exactly, which probably reinforces then the colon and yeah. prevents ants from invading that way and uh, thus expanding. Maybe they're like a snake in that way. Like, doesn't a snake eat once a month? And then basically they're kind of waiting, and then they find another meal. So maybe it just kind of dries up until that one meal he gets. Yeah. So it's like swimming up a canal with no water. A dry canal. A dry canal, yeah. 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 Oh, you painted Panama quite a picture canal here this morning. Uh, we got to get out of here because this is, wow. uh, yeah, this got really weird. So, yeah. Okay, so, uh, so next on Nerd Talk. Uh, we'll be talking about... Uh, well, we just covered that whole Lightyear controversy a little bit because Tim uh, Allen finally came out and was like, guys, this is why I wasn't the voice of Lightyear. Like, this is a different part of that universe. Yeah. Well, it's the person that Buzz Lightyear is based on. Right. So in, in as much as anything is based on something else, there's going to be a difference. Yeah. This would have inspired the toy 
that would have developed the personality that would have taken on the voice of Tim Allen. Exactly. That was a controversy? Yeah. Boy, people are dumb. I, you know what? I don't know. This whole Thanos, Ant-Man butt explosion thing, this whole Tim Allen light year, like, this is the controversies we're reduced to talking about on right. morning shows. I think there are more, um, you know, kind of pithier things going on in the world. There's a few things here. Um, I got to get you really excited because we got something coming hey. up a little bit. Easy. This is Creative Ice Cream Flavor Day. Oh, wow. Did nice. you know that? I did not know. This is the first I'm hearing of it. So I have put together a bracket of 16 <laughs> incredibly creative slash weird flavors of ice cream. And wow. when Jennifer comes on to join us, okay. I'm going to have to enlist both your help to determine which of these strange and awful-ish <laughs> flavors is the best. Well, I hope the, there's not a, a Thanos butt on there or Ant-Man uh, Delight. Ant-Man Delight. No, we got uh, Cream Day Galactus. But uh, Oh, okay. Wow. That sounds weird. It is, very much. We're going to get a check of news coming up uh, in just a moment here. News time right now, 725. Let's head back to the Daily Dodge News Studio. Craig Warmbold has a check of today's news. Local governments across Dodge County recently receiving the second round of their American Rescue Plan Act monies. Just over 1,800 towns, villages, and cities with populations under 50,000 receiving a combined $205 million in relief funds. City of Beaver Dam got nearly $860,000 in their second and final payment. Their recently depleted downtown revitalization grants have been replenished after Common Council action recently approving the use of ARPA funds for those grants. Mayor Becky Gluen initially requesting 400000 in ARPA funds to the matching grant program for facade improvements and business attraction in the downtown. The council voted that down in early June, but at their most recent meeting, officials adopted the same plan with a scaled-down dollar amount of $350,000. Dodge County Sheriff's Office urging those who insist on using fireworks on the 4th of July to do so safely. Sheriff's officials say aerial and explosive fireworks are illegal. They add many vendors sell you these types of fireworks with a piece of paper saying you can own them. However, that paper does not give you the right to set them off. Those with questions about which fireworks are legal in their area advise to reach out to their local law enforcement agency. And state transportation officials urging motorists hitting the roadway for the holiday weekend to do so safely. Tips include slowing down, following posted speed limit signs, eliminating distractions like cell phones and other electronic devices, and being prepared to yield to emergency vehicles. Transportation Secretary Craig Thompson says... Every driver makes a difference, asks everyone to buckle up, put their phones down, and be patient on Wisconsin highways. I'm Craig Warmbold reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Yeah, patience is in a short supply on the highway. It is, it would yeah. seem. I mean, it's just practice it. You know. Practice mindfulness and patience? Right, exactly. One day perhaps But they're going so slow! I know, I know. They're dumb. There's nothing you can do about that in your car. Yeah. Just no turn sense. up the podcast or right. play the tunes. No sense getting carried away by it. You know, don't let don't let your emotions control you because other people drive in a way that you don't appreciate. Did you ever um, have you ever gotten like a massager or something for your car seat? Uh, er? Like uh, can't you get like a small like back massager or oh, something? Yeah, no, like a yeah. Butt massager. 
I have not. No, I didn't. I didn't really. Because that ever seems think... like a nice way to relax, or a nice way to relax in your car if you're stressed out by slow drivers. That 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 seems like the exact type of electronic device that was in the story that was recommended against what? purchasing by our state transportation secretary. But it's not. Secretary. It's not causing a visual distraction. No, but it's causing a uh, a tactile it's an distraction. Yes, it's a it's a tactile ex- distraction. Exactly. Wait. I, so are you telling me that you won't like? I don't know, drive down the highway holding the hand of your loved one. That's a distraction right there. Yes, no, I I will tell you I do not do that. That is not for safety reasons, just that I don't want my palms to be sweaty while I'm driving, if for no other reason. But you're holding the hand of your of your wife. So, well, first of all, you know, I, I would rather 10 and 2. That's where the hands need to be, man. Did you not hear? It's actually 9 and 3 now. Craig Thompson, Secretary of Transportation and... He said, no electronic devices. That means massagers. You should not have massagers activated while you're driving. I don't see how that's a big problem. If you have, okay, so if your car maybe isn't really comfy, it's not really that ergonomic, and you get something to kind of give you a little bit more support, and it just so happens to have a massage setting on it, giving you a little something back there, I don't know why that's considered a (laughs) distraction. Because it it lulls you into a a false sense of of, uh, serenity. You, you should be alert while you're driving. Oh, so you think sciatica and extreme nerve pain, though, that's fine because that keeps you focused? Like, oh, this intense pain. I better keep focusing on driving. If you're in that type of pain, maybe you shouldn't be driving. Some people have don't have else. a choice. People yeah. have to get a living. I, you, you know, if you're in that type of pain, the, the medication you're taking probably says don't operate heavy machinery. And cars are heavy machinery, as are trucks. They, they are, yeah, they are pretty heavy. Yeah. So, so, so that's an electronic distraction. We can't have massagers. You know, I don't think our state transportation secretary needed to mention massagers specifically because I don't think it's a regular problem. But oh, I it, think that would fall into the or other electronic devices. Oh, we better, better turn off the, the seat warmers. Can't have warm butts now because that's an electronic distraction because I'm going to be thinking about my warm cheeks rather than what's happening in front of me on the highway. I think your warm cheeks this is are opening, okay. This is opening a door that is just going to be abused. See, no, because those are stock on a car. You can get a car with uh, seat warmers. You cannot get a, a car with a seat massager. I'm going to challenge you on that. I bet you can. All right. You might car be able to get a car with a seat massager. Massager. Be careful what you are Googling on work computers. Yeah, I don't need don't the IT worry. department calling me again. Did they call you last time? They they called you last week? called me multiple times. Because I made the mistake. So, you know, like food porn, like the whole like looking at. Yeah. Well, the computer didn't fully understand what I meant. Because, yeah, computers only know what you tell them. And when you tell them the word porn, they contact the IT department here at Good Karma directly. But they're two separate things. Like, how else are you supposed to say, like, I just want lots of photos of scrumptious looking food? Just like that. If I type that in right now, it's not going to give me anywhere close to that. I don't think food porn was the key Photos word that you needed to just be able to get pictures of food. food. Photos of scrumptious food. I think you're just doing this as a distraction because you know there's no such thing as a stock massager on a driver's seat car. Actually, this uh, this worked out pretty well for me. It did. This is basically the same search result as food porn. Uh, yeah, so you can get a seat massager at uh, like Bed Bath & Beyond, but... <sighs> Say not recommended for drivers? I don't think there is a stock one. I think you're right about this. Yeah. There's auto shutoffs for Visa. That's kind of nice. Yeah, but it doesn't look like it actually comes with a car. <laughs> but you can, like, buy one if it's installed in your vehicle, which leads me to believe, like, well, that's fine then. Uh-huh. To have a massager in your, in your car seat. I mean, if, if, you, think, if, if you think that is safe 
for the other motorists, the motoring public, for you to be using a massager on your backside while you're driving down the vehicle. I just, I don't understand how a highway. backside massager is considered more of a distraction than music. Because music can help you focus, but music, if it's like especially high tempo, maybe helps you speed a little bit more or something like that. But music and, and talk radio can also be a distraction. So I guess we can't have radio anymore in our vehicles. I think I think the idea of a massager, I mean, I mean a massager might put you to sleep. I don't know. What about the gentle thrum of the vehicle as it's going down the highway? Well, you, you, we've uh, we've trained ourselves as humans to mm. understand that we we don't train ourselves on the use of massagers. Okay, while, fine. While you know driving. what? I'm actually going to consult you about something that really matters for okay. the weekend: hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yes, You're from Chicago. I mean, everyone knows that you can't even bring a bottle of ketchup into... Oh, boy, we have a call. Hopefully, I can prove you wrong on something. Wow. Hello, it's 95X FCC. Morning Show. Good morning. Good morning. I have a girlfriend with a fancy Buick, and the seats have a massager built into oh. the front seat. <laughs> oh, it's built into the seat, you, you say? Uh-huh. Yes, it is. Okay. Have, you, have you tried it out? Is it comfortable? Yes, it's wonderful. <laughs> Did it lull you to sleep or insecurity on the open road? No, not at all. Ah, ha ha! <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. You too. Thank you so much. That's I very interesting. Think she Craig. just called and said she's got a friend with a Buick massager, which I don't know if it's the same thing that we're talking about. I think we all know what she's talking about, Craig. All right. I don't know what sort of slang term you got in Chicago, but up here we're wholesome folks. I am uh, googling Buick massager right now. Buick uh, massage. Oh, the 2020 Buick Enclave includes massage seats. Look at that. Hey! Wow. Oh wow! So it's a new edition now. Yeah, it's not even like it's not even like an '89 uh, Buick or something like that. Like, I, like they tried it like with Smell-O-Vision back in the '60s and it didn't work. It's uh, hmm. yeah, yeah. Buy a 2020 Buick Enclave, get a back massage. That is a great idea. I, I, I just I am surprised that the U.S. Highway Safety Administration has uh, has allowed such a. Because uh, it's not a distraction. It's okay. no more distracting than radio. Right, well, I mean, the good morning, ninety-five X. Said, "Hey, good morning, Tom Bowick here. How are you this morning?" Hey, Tom, Tom Bowick. Well, the heck Tom, are we you? are we are having a huge uh, disagreement right now because we're talking about back massagers in vehicles. Tom, do you think that's a distraction if someone's operating a tractor or on the highway? Well, we do have massaging seats in some of our new big tractors. Oh, wow. fancy that, Holy Craig! Cow. Isn't that I interesting? Stand corrected. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, yes. And heated and air-conditioned seats. And the back is heated and air-conditioned. I mean, it's basically like a spa in some of the uh, the cabins of these new tractors, Tom. <laughs> yeah, and you know the next thing they'll have one of those little buckets down on the floor with fish. So they can do that. What's that pedicure? What's that thing they do with the fish that eat at your toes? Oh, that's, yeah. I, I don't know if that's like a koi pond, but that's, uh, yeah, that would be really a nice. what? A koi pond? Koi pond? I Yeah, I think that's different, though. That's a different type of fish. Wow. Than the ones no. that would nibble on your toes. But that does sound really nice. I mean, you don't you don't have to have a spa inside your tractor to know that you're getting a great tractor because you guys have so many great tractors in stock and a lot of other equipment at Baldwin Implement. Now we do. You know, on this 4th of July weekend, and nothing says having a good time than going out with your compact tractor and doing landscaping with your wife around the front of your house. Mm. You, 
Well, that didn't sound like a lot of excitement. Well, no, that sounds like a great time. I don't know. You put some wieners on the radiator, and by the end of the day, like they're nice and roasted. Oh, manifold, manifold. You put them on the manifold. Oh, the manifold. See, that's why yes. my, that's why I'm having problems, Tom. Yeah, you take your sweet corn and you open. Oh, you know, you put them on the manifold. Soak them in a little water, and then you put them on the manifold, oh. and you work for a while, and then you have a little salt and butter with you, and you put that on there, and then you can eat while you you know doing things. Oh, that sounds really. Have you ever prepared like a full meal on a tractor before? No, but I have. I have put many years ago when I was much younger. Uh, we would put the sweet corn on there and a can of beans. Oh, that sounds great. I, I wouldn't want to stay close to you after that, like an hour <laughs> later. But otherwise, that does sound pretty nice. Yes. Well, yeah, they do things now to clean up the exhaust. Uh, Tom, Baldwin is also known for your uh, great service and parts department. You guys really have everything that someone may need if something does, you know, heaven forbid, go wrong on the uh, the farm. We have one of the largest parts departments in the state of Wisconsin at our Wapon store. Uh, we have a huge, huge supply of parts on hand, and we we've been ordering early to make sure we've got them in. We actually have all the combine parts in for this fall. So for all our ag customers out there, if you are looking for parts, make sure you call our Wapon store first. And we have Dropbox service throughout the listing area. What does that mean? That means that six days a week, we go to a series of drop boxes located all over uh, our, uh, what we call our area of responsibility. And that those drop boxes, you call, it does not cost extra to use those. So you call in, you order the parts, and we drop them to the Dropbox closest to you. And you can simply go to that Dropbox 24-7 and get your parts. It means that you can keep doing what you want to do. So they're super easy to use. And we've got really, really smart parts people uh, at um, Beaver Dam. We've got Dawn and Ryan. And anybody who works with Dawn knows that these are highly dedicated people. She also really knows her steel stuff, too. So that's the Spring Street store uh, in uh, Beaver Dam. And if you want the egg parts, call the Wapon store. And if you get mixed up, we simply transfer you back and forth. Yeah, I was just checking out your website, ballwig.biz, and uh, you guys also have a calendar of all the different events, fairs, and uh, days that you're going to be out and about, and this this calendar, Tom, is absolutely packed. Yes, it is, and the, the idea behind that is people always call and say, when is the Dodge County Fair? When is the Green Lake Fair? When is the Alto Fair? Uh, we also have all of the dairy breakfasts on there. Uh we tried to put everything on there. It's the events for the summer because people are always trying to find out this information. There doesn't seem to be a local place where you can get a big enough area if you want to travel around. You go to our website at ballwig.biz. And while you're there looking at those events, take a look at our used tractors, our used equipment. Take a look at the programs we have. We've got a lot on that website. You know, you could even order an operator's manual off of there. You definitely could. Well, Tom, uh, thanks so much, and have a great Fourth of July. You got any special plans? Uh, not really. Walking in parades with my wonderful wife, mm. but I want to tell everybody, have a really good Fourth of July, and make sure that you 
drive sober. We want everybody back on the 5th so that we can have some more fun in July. Amen. We got a lot more corn to cook on the manifold. Ain't that right? <laughs> you better believe it. Heck yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Tom. Take care. All right. We'll see you now. That was Tom Balwig with uh, Balwig Implement Online at balwig.biz. Well, let's get to our uh, Kickin' It Classic. We're going to check the weather, then we'll get to our second Kickin' It Classic of the hour, 1956. That was the auspicious day of the birth of Phil Solom, who would eventually form the American pop-rock duo The Remembrance. And of course, whenever you think of The Remembrance, there's only one song you can possibly play. It's the 95X Morning Show. Good morning. Hopefully your day is running smooth as whatever your favorite smooth item may be. It could be a dog's butt, could be butter, could be maple syrup or hot chocolate, whatever it is. I hope it's just like that. Looking at a pretty okay weekend forecast right now. It's just around 68 degrees in Beaver Dam. Today's high is 80 and that's pretty much what the temperature looks like for the rest of the weekend. 81 Saturday, 83 Sunday, 83 Monday. And cloud coverage again on Saturday. Then we get a chance for scattered thunderstorms come Sunday and on Monday, Independence Day, July 4th. We've got some good news to get to. But first... Craig and I were having a conversation about hot dogs, and it did not get anywhere. And I know there's a lot of people probably wondering right now, okay, what is the proper etiquette to eating a hot dog come the 4th of July? Well, I I don't have the answers. And so I had to reach out to my good friend Janet Riley, the Queen of Ween, as she's known in some corners of the world. She's part of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. And uh, she does have some pretty highbrow humor, but I think Janet really explains some of the some of the rules, three crucial rules when it comes to eating hot dogs. Everyone loves hot dogs, but not everyone follows proper etiquette when they enjoy this sacred all-American food. So here are some do's and don'ts to prevent you from making a Frank faux pas. Don't use fancy buns with Franks. This is considered gauche. Do stick to sesame seed, poppy seed, or plain buns with hot dogs. Don't serve hot dogs on fancy china. Always use a paper plate or everyday dishes. Dress the dog, not the bun. Wet condiments like mustard and chili are applied first, followed by chunky condiments like relish, onions, and sauerkraut, followed by shredded cheese, followed by spices like celery salt or pepper. Don't put herbs on the same plate as a hot dog. That's just, well, Frank-tentious. It is quite Frank-tentious indeed. That's Janet Riley, the queen of ween. And I know that that's such an important rule of not putting wet condiments on the bun, although I think there is an exception there. If you have like a fat, like a mayonnaise or a Miracle Whip, and you smear that on the inside of the bun... Doesn't that basically act as an insulating layer of protecting the bun from being too soggy if you put too many wet condiments on there? Once you get that layer of fat, you're pretty much preventing any water from leaking into the bun. So I would think. 
But then you got to eat mayonnaise with your hot dog, and that's a whole different issue that we can't get into. Let's go over to some uh, good news for today. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. <laughs> that is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay, time for some good news. And uh, we got quite a few stories. This one is pretty interesting. And we can thank one of the longest running shows on primetime TV. A 22-year-old from Israel named Emily Levy is in the news after she has diagnosed herself with a rare illness after she saw an episode on Grey's Anatomy. It's called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, and symptoms include joints that easily become dislocated and terrible hangovers from even one or two drinks. She was watching or binge-watching season 13 when she saw a character with the same symptoms. Now, Emily is getting treatments and doing a whole lot better. Well, a girl in New Jersey named Daniela Velaquez just graduated this month as valedictorian of her high school class and valedictorian at her local community college. She actually got her college degree before her high school diploma. Not even the edge of the solar system is enough to keep her talents in. A woman in New Zealand says that she was terrified of birds until she found a baby goose that was injured. She nursed this baby goose back to health, and now he lives with her, and they are inseparable. I'm not sure on the name of the baby goose here. See if I can do a little bit of research. Oh, no, not seeing not seeing the name of the goose. <gasps> There's a duck there, too. Oh, my gosh. She's got a whole flock of, of rescued birds. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Still no name about this goose. Duh, this is really going to bug me. Okay. We got to move on. A woman got down on one knee to propose to her boyfriend at a music festival in England the other day. Then he got down on one knee and proposed to her, too. It turns out... Both of them had rings and planned to propose on the same day. That's crazy. It must have been on the same wavelength. And speaking of England, some woman who just had twins was in the checkout line buying groceries when they both started crying. So a random person finished scanning her items and then paid for them too. And this woman says it was about $100 worth of stuff, but this stranger did not care. Just went ahead, scanned them, and paid for the items. Good news, good deeds. They require no reason. In fact, they are a reason on their own for just enjoying life. And that is some of the good news for today. And uh, Wade Bates is now going to be popping in here with a quick check of sports We'll get to some more weather and uh, well, today's best music as well on 95X. Here's Wade. In sports, Columbus's Brady Link hit for the cycle and drove in six as Columbus post 62 routed Beaver Dam post 146 white construction 18 to 7 in American Legion baseball last night. Ben Scharfenberg went three for three for post 146. Beaver Dam heads to Stevens Point this weekend for the Firecracker Classic. You can see last night's full Legion scoreboard on the sports tab at dailydodge.com. Michael Perez went four for four with three home runs and five RB. 
RBI. Pittsburgh beats the Brewers 8-7 in their series opener last night. They will continue that series tonight, 6.05, the first pitch on 1430 WBEV. Day after opting out of his contract, Bobby Portis re-signs with the Bucks, gets a four-year, $49 million contract. Milwaukee also signs forward Joe Ingles to a one-year contract. He averaged 7.2 points per game for Utah in 45 games last season. Kevin Durant is asked to be traded from the Brooklyn Nets. The Big Ten Conference last night officially accepted the request of UCLA and USC to join the league in 2024. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. Ninety-five X. And uh, yes, this is still the morning show. We haven't gone anywhere. They've been trying to evict us for months, and so far we've just... I don't know, what, what have we done with the bill? Like, we've shredded it once, they fed it to a pack of rats, and then I, I lost it in a mayonnaise jar. Mm. Just make the minimum payment. That should work. I can't afford that. It's like five cents. <laughs> that is too outrageous. Hey, so I know you missed it, but we had uh, our good friend Janet Riley, a.k.a. the king or the queen of ween, a spokesperson for the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Not sausage, sausage council. Okay. Uh, give some tips, a few tips about the proper etiquette of eating a dog. Yeah. Hot dog. Yeah. Such as uh, not fancying up the bun. You can have poppy seeds. You can have a plain bun, but croissants, get out of here. Okay. Baguettes, right. no thank you. Actually, that'd be terrible. I mean, it has to be bun. It has to be hot dog bun shaped, though. I would assume if it's you know if it's hot dog bun shaped. Like you could use a brat bun on a hot dog bun, I would think. Yeah, right? I mean that that would be fine too. But okay. just getting like overtly fancy with the creation. No, you don't. Do not put a hot dog on a croissant or that's, a donut or something that's like. That's lipstick you know? on a pig. You don't need to do that. No, I think I, I feel that kind of on a like, donut. No, no, that improves the taste of the pork chop, right? Uh, oh, you've done pork chops on donuts? lipstick on a, on a pork chop. On a pig? Eh, you know, no, it, it depends. Pork chop on a donut actually sounds like a pretty good idea. It really does not. It really you, sounds you, awful. What? No, it doesn't. It sounds absolutely awful. You get two glazers and you get some barbecue pulled pork in the middle there? I tell like, you what, I don't eat pork, but that sounds kind of good. You got the, the big Columbus 4th of July celebration going on. You should get a stand, a food stand at the Columbus 4th of July celebration. You could yes. probably uh, pull some strings. You might know some people. And I think you should sell pork chops on donuts and see what kind of traction it gets. Yeah, I mean, we got the the Legion posts there. I don't want to compete with them so much. They got brats and <laughs> hamburgers. But they don't have pork chops on donuts. They don't have that, so I do have that. Yeah, I don't even think the carnival sells anything that outrageous. So there you go. And then you could provide feedback as to whether or not it was a popular item. That's a very good idea, Craig. You are full. All you have to do is invest a lot of money into a stand and pork chops and donuts and uh, licensing and... Uh, some type of shirt. Yeah, and the supply lines. and yeah, So just give it a whirl. Okay. Some other little tips of etiquette about eating a hot dog, of course. Yeah. Never eat a hot dog on fine china. Okay. Didn't know that. Paper plate, napkin, your hand. All right. Don't put it on something fancy. Don't eat the hot dog from the middle. That's a, Yeah, I mean, I, I would think that goes without saying, but yeah, that's a pretty important one. Uh, yeah, you know. Or bottom up. Right. Well, bottom, top, I mean, which one is which? I mean, you could eat it either way. Well, if you, yeah, I guess, yeah, either way would be. So I got another question for you, because you're not supposed, she said her third tip was not uh, putting wet condiments on the dog, not putting them on the bun. You put wet condiments on the dog, and then you put your dry toppings, like, I guess the relish, kind of considered dry onions, that would go on top of all your wet condiments. Yeah, that makes sense. That, But that seems like that would go without saying. 
that kind of does. But could you use a fat like a mayonnaise or a Miracle Whip and smear that on the bun and create basically a fat shield so you could put like wet condiments on without like sopping into the bun? I mean, wouldn't that be fine? I would. I think that works. I, I feel like I shouldn't even have to. That is. I, I, I don't. I don't even. I don't even understand what you're saying. Mayonnaise. First of all, Miracle Whip and mayonnaise do not belong anywhere in a hot dog. I. I. I know. But I was just offering a scenario where you have like a high fat substance like that would that would provide a you know an emulsifying shield against mm, liquid. Maybe. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't it just be easier to put the? And I don't know if you do this. Maybe you do this. Do you put the the wet toppings? I guess this is the first time I've ever heard the term wet toppings, and it really makes me not want to eat a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, would would you put the ketchup and the mustard on the bun on the inside, and then put the hot dog in? Because that's kind of the I same have, as putting I it on the hot dog. I have done that, yeah. And it's I think it keeps a nicer hot dog because then you have more rooms for the toppings. You don't have to worry about the you know then the onions kind of go directly on the dog. The I, Dill relish. I'll put dill relish, not the the, the neon green relish on my hot dog. Um, the, it, the sport peppers. There's room for all of that then. I, because I put it underneath the hot dog, like in between the hot dog and the bun, kind of like a sandwich like that. And I feel like it loses. Like I, I'm not getting the flavor. If you put the condiments on top of the hot dog and you take a bite, so your tongue is now on the bun. That's what you're tasting first. So if you if you start rotating the hot dog then in your mouth when you start chewing and get some of those condiments on your tongue it's just a lot easier to get all those flavors together i hadn't thought about the the flavor impact before that that's interesting because i guess under your theory yeah the bun would kind of drown out some of the uh the the flavor injection if I, you will. i i think it i think it does i think it can kind of cloud it a little bit yeah because then you get mustardy bread instead of like a dollop of mustard hitting your senses Right. All at once. With with the, you know, weird emulsified meat substance that is the hot dog. <laughs> I mean, that's where you really want the mustard to kind of cover up the hot dog taste. So not the bun taste so much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's a good point. Plus, it, you know, the mess, the mustard and ketchup, if you do, in fact, put ketchup on a hot dog, which is a whole other topic, uh, does hold the, heresy. the relish or the onions in uh, place, assuming they're finely chopped onions and not just, uh, you know, half circle onions. Right. I would think so, too. Do you put grilled onions on on a hot dog? I know you put like grilled onions on a broth, but I've never seen it done on a hot dog. It's always been raw onion. I've, um, I mean, if grilled onions are provided, I suppose maybe I would. I, I, what do you mean you've seen? I've never put grilled onions on a brat. We only what have are you talking about like yes. Well, you've never seen me do it. I don't think I've ever done it. We only have raw onions available at our brat fries. We cook those brats like when we put them in like the uh, in the tubs. Sometimes we have oh, like cooked oh, onions yeah, in there. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. There are there are cooked ovens in our our Nescos, right? Um, they're but, not grilled, but you know. Right. Yeah, they're cooked, which is a big difference. Cooked onions versus grilled onions, Thomas. I mean, this is Fourth of July weekend. You can't just go be going around all willy nilly. As throwing onions around, equating grilled onions with cooked onions. I mean, that's blasphemy. I mean, that's basically like saying bun or toasted bun. They're the same. No. No, exactly. No, a, a bun is a bun, and a toasted bun is a toasted bun. And for people like me that don't like their bread or buns toasted, it sounds kind of funny. Are you... What? You don't like toasted buns? Not at all. It's the it's what the worst mean? invention. It, it it evaporates all the moisture out of it. It uh, it, it 
it it uh, it cuts my lips going in if it's too toasted. How sensitive are your lips? I, just, I don't like my lips just being use some cut. Car, just use some Carmax then. Why By sharp s- bread? It's not that sharp. It's very, especially when it's overly toasted. Then so it's you don't need like, you don't need chips then. You don't need it's pretzels. Like eating a Brillo pad. Well, a chip can go perfectly in my mouth without cutting the sides open. A hot dog does not have that opportunity. You don't have to. Well, I've never grilled a hot dog bun. That's actually a really good idea. But like a sandwich bun, it's still like a flat. It's a round, flat object. Like it's like a chip. Then you're going to bring the sandwich to your mouth, and you're going to stop it when it hits your lips. So thus, you're going to have contact with the uh, with the Brillo-like toasted bun, uh, and it's it's just I, I just don't like it. You're just shaking your lips all over the place. It's like a Brillo pad. When you, it's not at bun. all. It's not. A, it's not even close to that. It is. All right. It's like a sharp razor-filled Brillo pad. Uh, we haven't even had the conversation of whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich. Thank, dip, 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 dip. I don't. Thankfully, I don't think you should say. It. I don't even go down that path. No, I, I have to bring it up because Janet Riley, our good friend, the the Queen of Ween, she doesn't just get that title for nothing. The Queen. She's a big fan of Gene Ween and the band Ween. No, Ween like Weener. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she's tasteful, and she just does the ween part. Queen of ween. Yeah. I mean, I think queen of ween would be better, wouldn't kind it? of helpful, yeah. I mean, because then at least you know what she's talking about. Again, there's a band with right. that name already. But uh, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, they get this question all the time. I bet they do. And they had their top minds focusing on it. They don't want to focus too much on it, but basically it limits the hot dog significance by saying it's just a sandwich. And they use this great example. It's like calling the Dalai Lama just a guy. Is he? No, he's much more than that. Perhaps at one time, its importance could be limited by forcing it into a larger sandwich category. No disrespect to Rubens, but that time has passed. We, therefore, these are the words of the Sausage Sausage Council, choose to take a cue from a great performer and declare our namesake to be a hot dog formerly known as a sandwich. I think they could have done that and left the Dalai Lama out of it. I don't know why we needed to drag the Dalai Lama into this whole conversation. I don't know. Lama they're part of Caddyshack fans. Yeah, well, you know, then they would, if they were Caddyshack fans. Yeah, okay. He's a, he's a big hitter, and he's a big hot dog eater as well. Big hitter, the Lama. Big yeah. hitter. Yeah. Not, not such a great tipper. No, but on... Your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness, which is, uh, you know, I mean, that's a that's a tip. Yeah, got yeah. that got that going for me. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. Speaking of all this, like uh, great stuff, has nothing to do with anything that's happening this weekend. The Columbus Fourth of July is already underway, and uh, actually, the carnival is opening up today at five p.m. until nine, I believe. Did it open yesterday? No, they were set up like they set up on Tuesday, Wednesday, but they were there. Yesterday, we were not open. Was the event, did the event kick off yet? Yes. Okay. Uh, the character meet and greet uh, happened in the basement of the pavilion. And from what I heard, it was an incredible turnout. Okay. There was caricatures and uh, Ariel was there. Oh, nice. And Spider-Man. Ooh, cool. And the Lo-Fi Killers. What are those? They are a duo from Fall River. It's a, it's a drummer, I think Jack. Jack the drummer and Caleb the uh, fuzzy guitarist. Okay, he's not fuzzy. The guitar is fuzzy. Oh, he's got like a fuzzy, fuzzy guitar. Sound. Okay, and yeah, they were doing some originals and they did like um, NWA at one point and wow. some classics. Like they put the unique twist on it. It was pretty cool. What's the name of their band? Lo-Fi Killers. The Lo-Fi Killers. Yeah, I like that. That's, That's a cool name. Yeah, definitely matches for him. Uh, tonight on the main stage is uh, the Mark Croft Band. He's an award-winning band uh, or a uh, artist out of Madison. 
So and performing full time since 2005. Did the Lo-Fi Killers play in the Pavilion, or did they play in the Beer Garden? Great question. I wouldn't expect anything less from and, such an award-winning report. And the Mark report. Croft Band, I would imagine. They, they would both play, play the at place. the uh, the Drexel Entertainment Garden. Ah, like the Beer Garden. I mean, sure. it's kind of close to like the Baseball Diamond and the Scout Cabin. Is that named after St. Catherine Drexel Parish? Is that what that is? For. No, no, it's after uh, uh, Drexel uh, building, building supply. supply. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah, that would be kind of funny though. <laughs> the yeah, Drexel well, Church. Like, you know what? Sometimes you need a party too. Right. And makes, well, it's the entertainment it garden. You know. Yeah. We don't have any. Oh, we do have a juggler coming on uh, Monday. Do you? T.J. Howell. Yeah, he has that like motorized unicycle thing. That's the super wheel. What will he be juggling? Do you know? He's uh, he's a comedian, so he'll be juggling jokes along with whatever objects he has nearby. Okay. I guess. All right. As long as they're of equal weight. Sure. Mass. A lot. I mean, a lot of stuff going on here in Columbus over the next few days. It's like the busiest busiest stretch in the entire town. How do Crazy. we? Is the uh, are the parade entries closed for the uh, the big parade that is going to be at noon on uh, Monday? I actually printed out the latest copy of the parade schedule I got for my inside man. Oh, well, are you going to read every entry on the air or something? Not even going to oh, try. Okay. But they do have some openings for last minute entries because that's kind of expected. Okay, all right. So that's, that's uh, yeah. You can find that uh, parade submission form on the Facebook page. We're number fifty-seven. That's right. Do you want to know who we're between? <laughs> yes. Who, you know, are who, we are, between? who are who our bunkmates are? Yeah. For the parade, we, uh, we're between American Packaging Corporation. Oh, nice. APG. And APC, APC. Todd Besky. He owns a four-cylinder race car. Oh, nice. Okay. We're oh, so we're like right before the race cars. Yeah, we're like yeah, we're, we're right behind us then. So we got Grillmaster Andy. This is gonna be driving the uh, mm-hmm. the big van. And his family is also going to be there. I maybe? believe we'll have some. Uh, well, I think he'll be there with the with Mrs. Grillmaster. Yeah, and the little grillmasters. I don't know if the little grillmasters will be there or not. Can we'll you, see. Wait, can you be a little grillmaster like that? I thought I, you had to go through grillmaster. You. They just call her little griller. Little grill. Little grill. Little griller. Yeah. And that's grill with one one L. L I L. Yeah. Little grill. Yeah. Little grill. Yeah. Little grill. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, where it rolls right off the tongue. We uh-huh. got to get that on an apron. Did you know that today, today, July 1st? Yeah, the first. Is the, Anna, you know what the anniversary is today? Of? Yeah, that's what I'm asking you. Do you know what today is the anniversary No, I haven't of? gotten to history. That well, no, it's not going to be in there. <gasps> is it something that happened here at the station? It's local history. Yes, it is. Wait, at this station At right this here. very station. Uncle Bill was on the air for the first time. Well, that is uh, that is coming up actually on Monday. On Monday, it will be Uncle Bill's 59th anniversary of being on the airwaves here in the His beautiful city of His first day was July 4th? He started on the 4th of July That's crazy. in 1963. Oh, my gosh. But wow. in 1968, July 1st of 1968, that was another red-letter day in the history of broadcasting in the Beaver Dam area. anniversary? No, that he, he started in 73. 1968. 1968. Is that a birthday of somebody? It is, uh, well, kind of. It's a birthday of the very airwaves that we're on right now. Oh, my gosh. Today, it's our birthday. Today is our birthday. It's our anniversary. It's I our know, birthday. Know that? Yeah, it is the, the crew. Actually, in 1968, this would have been WBEV-FM. Uh, in a simulcast, uh, and then going later than uh, WBEVAM, which I think had to shut off at a certain, uh, you know, it, had a, it was a daytime radio station. So, so we are 54 years young today. This yeah. station, 
And that's why I think that's why Ryan's here. He probably wants to say happy birthday to. Uh, did he bring WPV. cake? No, it doesn't look like he brought cake. Well, then why the heck did he show up at all then? I don't know. Maybe next time we'll bring cake. Okay. Okay. And Uncle Bill's going to be calling in at eight thirty-five over there on uh, the WBEV radio station. Oh, that that's great! So everybody can celebrate our anniversary <laughs> by going to another radio station. That's... Well, it's it's WBEV FM. It's not real. It's kind of our. It was technically this station. Well, okay, it, it, it was, wasn't them. They're their own station. Well, we no, had their name, yes, but we changed our name. We we cha- yeah multiple yeah. times. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it changes. Yeah, okay, change is inevitable. So Thomas. we might not have K coming up, but we do have the creative ice cream bracket. So get ready for that because I need your help. Ooh, we're going to be doing that next after the break. Absolutely. Cool. Right now, we're going to get Calvin Harrison here from 2009. It's already the weekend, but we can still get ready for it. And news time is 8.22. News this morning brought to us by Hometown Glass and Improvement. Call them today for a free estimate at 920-887-3757. Let's go over to the Daily Dodge News Studio. Here's Craig Warmbold with a check of news. Local governments across the state and here in Dodge County recently receiving their second round of American Rescue Plan Act funds. Just over 1,800 towns, villages, and cities with populations under 50,000 receiving a combined $205 million in relief funds. City of Beaver Dam got nearly $860,000 in their second and final payment. Now, in Beaver Dam, their recently depleted downtown revitalization grants have been replenished after the Common Council recently approved the use of $350,000 in ARPA funds for grants that uh, are part of a matching grant program for facade improvements and business attraction to the downtown. Green Lake County authorities using a canine unit and drones to arrest a domestic disturbance suspect in Kingston yesterday. Christopher Holson, Holcomb allegedly fled the scene on Vine Street around 12.30 a.m. As soon as deputies arrived, the 38-year-old approached the residence, then reportedly fled again to a nearby marsh, later surrendered, taken into custody. Area law enforcement agencies teaming up with the U.S. Coast Guard, DNR, and state boating law administrators for Operation Dry Water campaign aims to educate the public about the dangers of boating under the influence of alcohol or drugs. During the three-day operation, boaters will see an increase in outreach, education, and enforcement regarding boating under the influence. The Dodge County Sheriff's Office urging those who insist on using fireworks on the 4th of July to do it safely. Sheriff's officials say aerial and explosive fireworks are illegal. They add many vendors will sell you Uh, types of fireworks with a piece of paper saying that you can own them. However, that doesn't mean that you have the right to set them off. Those with questions about which fireworks are legal in their area, advise to reach out to their local law enforcement agency. I'm Craig Warmbold reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. This is the sound of professionalism. You got four seconds less left in your news sounder. That's why you're the best. Yeah. That's why we pay you so much. Because I can time it. Yeah. Great. And uh, joining us now is Jennifer again. Hello. Hey, Jennifer. Hello, hello. Actually, you know, tying into one of your news stories, Craig, this was our first impossible question for today. 22% of Americans do this to celebrate the 4th of July. What do you think, Jennifer? Wait, do what? This. They, they do this to celebrate the 4th of July. What is this? I'm going to say... It was one of your news stories on the back half. Light off fireworks? Fireworks? 
Buy illegal fireworks. Oh, okay. Buy illegal fireworks. Uh, All right. Yes. You have illegal... Are fireworks legal in Minnesota? I don't believe so. Okay. I don't believe they are legal. Yeah. All right. Do they sell... Do they have roadside stands all over the uh, the state of 10,000 lakes? Is that... Uh, do you see... Like, because in Wisconsin, like, there's just firework stands everywhere. There's but you, two on 151 already. But you can't you can't actually light off the stuff that you buy from there in, in many cases. I've seen a couple of tents around, but I don't think they're like like firework fireworks or maybe like sparklers or something. I've never gone into them, yeah. but I know on the border um, in Wisconsin there are bigger fireworks stands. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. We are the home of you are the home of ten thousand lakes. We are the home of ten thousand fireworks stands. Yeah. Yeah. We love explosions here. Yeah. There's not really much else to do, so. You can't blow it up. You can't set them off here. It's not legal to set them off. But you, but you can buy them. Buy all you want. That's so Which weird. Which makes total sense. Oh, of course. That's like buying a harpoon, but you can't use it. But it's a harpoon. Like, ah. Uh. You may want to use it for wall art. You know, I mean, sparklers. Firework uh, wall Yeah, firework wall. Maybe that's what people want it for. That would make sense. Yeah. Okay, so as I mentioned to each of you separately, we're now combining together to create a sandwich of radio awesomeness right now. Oh, no. Today is Creative Flavor Ice Cream Day. Okay. July 1st. Yeah. So, as I mentioned to both of you, I have put together a bracket of 16 incredibly strange, but not too weird, I think, flavors of ice cream. Oh, boy. Now, do these flavors of ice cream exist somewhere in the actual world, or are they yes, products of your they imagination? they actually are ice cream flavors, and all of them are um, U.S.-based flavors. Like, I'm, I didn't do, okay. like, octopus ice cream like or, like, J- Japanese flavors. Yeah. These are, for the most okay. part, Thank goodness. American flavors. I think there should be some type of international law outlying, outlying octopus ice oh, cream. Oh, if you haven't tried it, then you can't knock it. I guess not, other than it sounds awful, and I watched that documentary about the octopus, and now I don't want to eat one. My octopus teacher? Yep. That was a good one. Oh, that was a good one. It was really that good. That was great, but I still awesome. love eating octopus, I'm going to be no, honest. I don't know how you could do that after watching that documentary. Love those tentacles. Okay, so which quadrant would you like to start off? We got one, two, three, four. What do you think, Jennifer? Uh, let's start with three. Yeah, there you go. That's what I was. That's exactly what I was thinking. We're, We're going with three. Light, one, two, three. Okay, so here's our first uh, pair of matchups for strange ice cream flavors. Dill pickle or lobster? Which one are you guys going for? I'm going for dill. I don't think I'll I can go do with dill. Dill? Yeah. All right. Do I get a vote on this? I, I probably should ask. I that. think you should. Yeah. You get the tiebreaker. Sure. Tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, so dill pickle moves on. The second matchup here is collard green flavored ice cream Awful. or maize queso. So that's like corn cheese. I'm going corn corn cheese. Corn cheese. Yeah. What was wait? What was? The, okay, I'll do. Uh, I'll do the collard green. <laughs> Dude, a collard green. Tiebreaker. I feel so dirty if I don't have a coin. Like, I hate doing this. <sighs> collard green. I'm, I'm oh. going <laughs> wow. to go collard green. You are. That's I'm sorry. awful. Going collard green here. It just sounds... Like, I, I think I could do corn. Now, okay, are we, pick, are we picking based on the ones that out of the, which two we would actually eat or which one we think is most creative? I'm doing out of what I would eat. I, I guess what okay. we would eat if you were trapped in a room and you had to eat one. Yeah, I would have Got to be it. trapped. Yeah. To eat some of these. All right, so that was quadrant three. We got our two finalists, but we're going to move to... uh, Quadrant one. Quadrant one. Ice cream potato. So this is pretty popular in Idaho. They take, like, a scoop of ice cream, and they'll put it in, like, a sweet potato, basically, inside the sweet potato. I thought you said this was all USA-based. Yeah, this is Idaho. Okay. Well, he said Idaho. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> what did you think I was saying? I Where do you think Idaho is? I forgot that Idaho was a state. <laughs> <laughs> so ice cream, potato, or Thanksgiving ice cream. And that can have little bits of, like, uh, green beans, carrots, and even potato chunks in there. And that's, like, kind of a, a vanilla-based ice cream. <laughs> I hope all I of these potato. are vanilla-based. You going ice cream potato, Jennifer? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go the full Thanksgiving. You're going full Thanksgiving? Yeah. <sighs> I, I got to go potato on this. Just I just think it's so funny potato. to put a whole scoop of ice cream inside a potato. Okay. That's just kind of entertaining. You could, why, why not at that point just, like, make mashed potatoes and just, like, get them cold? <laughs> kind of like ice right. cream, then. It is. Right, if you put milk on them, cream, it is sugar. kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Mashed potatoes are halfway there. So this one mm-hmm. might be pretty close. Uh, pineapple cilantro ice cream or avocado ice cream? Oh, I don't like oh, cilantro. the cilantro ruins it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why does it have to be I'll pineapple? go with pineapple cilantro. Ugh, gross. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going for it, though. For the, for the pineapple. It's the same thing I'm going to do. I mean, I don't mind si- uh, pineapple. I don't mind cilantro. But I pineapple and cilantro together... I just think I it's, love it's both. Yeah, it's the together part that's grossing me. So out. I've never had pineapple and cilantro in any other type of meal anywhere. Two pineapple cilantros then? Uh, what was the other? Mm-hmm. What, what's the other avocado. choice? Avocado. Yeah, you can't do avocado. All right. Now I'm going pineapple cilantro. My vote doesn't matter. Pineapple I'm, I'm cilantro goes on. It's just disgusting sounding. All right. So uh, Jennifer, uh, quad two or four? Four. All right. As we start narrowing, I down get to here. choose the next one. Yeah, of course. Okay. Honey jalapeno pickle or vodka lavender honey. So two honey-based ice creams here. Yeah, you had me at vodka. Vodka, vodka. (laughs) That wasn't really a contest, was it? Okay, this one might be a little strange. Goat cheese or Mountain Dew and Dorito flavored ice cream? Mountain Dew. Yeah. Yeah? I'm going to go with Mountain Dew. It's just like that. Wow. Don't, don't sound too disappointed. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I think I could do Mountain Dew ice cream. I don't even like Mountain Dew. I think I could do actual Mountain Dew ice cream. Uh, but the Doritos? Ugh. I don't uh, know how that's incorporated yeah. in there. But, okay. Craig, final yeah. quarter. Thomas, uh, let's go with two. Oh, let's go with two. Great choice, Craig. Great choice. You get a bell for that one, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Kraft macaroni and cheese ice cream or flaming hot Cheeto ice cream. Mac and cheese. Hot Cheeto. There's a tiebreaker. I gotta go Hot Cheeto. Really? Hot Cheeto, yeah, definitely. Yes. (laughs) And finally, finally, horseradish ice cream. No, whatever is is left. Coconut curry. (laughs) Coconut curry. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, how can you Coconut curry. Coconut curry? What was the first one? Horse, horse Oh, yeah, horse ranch. The one you had a visceral <laughs> yeah. reaction to. Because yeah. I tried to block it out of my mind. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Which one are you going for, buddy? Horse <sighs> Horseradish or, uh, I can't even say, horseradish or coconut curry? I'll do the, oh, they're both awful. I'll do horseradish, I guess. You're doing horse. Really? That's I mean, really? curry. I don't. I. I think it would ruin my my. You said literally anything other than the horseradish. <laughs> yes. And then chose the horseradish. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, Way I, to stick to your guns. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love your conviction. Pretty wishy washy today. You know, actually, I got to agree with Jennifer on this. I. I love coconut curry. Yeah. yeah. I got to go coconut curry ice cream. 
Okay, so this is going to get a little weird now. Uh, let's start up from the top. Let's start with quadrant one here. Ice cream, potato, or pineapple cilantro? See, I love the idea of the pineapple. I might have to go with the potato, though. I think the cilantro would just be way too weird. And the cilantro is such a huge turnoff for me. Yeah, I think I'm going to go potato, yeah. too. Potato, potato? Potato. And I go potato. Potato? Okay. Potato makes it through. Uh, how about flaming hot Cheeto or coconut curry? Coconut curry. Flaming hot. Oh, no. I have to decide. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go coconut, coconut curry. Wow. I got to go coconut on this one. Uh, okay. Vodka, lavender, honey, or Mountain Dew and Doritos? Vodka. <laughs> vodka. Not yeah. even a second. Vodka? Add me a vodka. Two vodkas. All right. And finally, collard green ice cream or dill pickle? Dill pickle. Ugh. Collard green. <sighs> I think vodka is going to win. I'm going night. collard green. Yeah, vodka is definitely going to win. <laughs> I'm already previewing the end yeah. here. I think we're all in agreement. So collard green or ice cream potato? Ice potato. cream. Potato. Uh, ice cream. Uh, potato. <laughs> potato, potato. Yeah. Potato makes it. Coconut curry or vodka? Lavender honey? Vodka. We're going vodka. Going vodka. Comes down to this. Ice cream potato or vodka lavender honey? I think you know where this vodka. is going. Yeah? Yeah. That was me for making the mistake of including one alcohol-related <laughs> ice cream in the mix. And big surprise, it wins out on top. All right. Well, well Jennifer, let's get to the weather before uh, we have just enough time for five random facts. What is the forecast for the weekend? Yeah, so we're looking at sunny skies today. Highs getting up around about 80 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 58. Saturday, sunshine, pretty similar day tomorrow with a high around about 81, 83 on Saturday with a slight chance for showers and storms for the day. Blend of clouds and sunshine develops. For the 4th of July holiday coming up on Monday, chance for showers here with cloudy skies, high of 83 degrees, then 82 on Tuesday with another chance for some rain. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Now he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. All right, time for Super Fast Five Random Facts. Random fact number one, turkey vultures use defensive vomit oh. to get rid of... This is the second vomit-related thing I've heard this morning. I think I'd rather have... Because it had pineapple cilantro ice cream? She took the words right out of yeah. my mouth. <laughs> uh, to get rid of any disturbing animal, uh, they can propel their puke up to 10 feet. Oh, my gosh. That's, a lot of, wow. that's the second time I've heard that. Where else have I heard that today? Gosh. Uh, Number, that's me eating the ice cream you suggested. I'm projectile vomiting yeah. that up to 10 feet. Even the vodka one? Mm. I don't think so. Mm. If it was just Random fact vodka. number two. National Geographic published a picture of its first nude African woman back in 1896, and it led to a huge spike in subscribers. Oh, I don't know if that's what they were going for. No, I think they were trying to educate. Yeah. Random fact number three. In George Lucas's early drafts of The Empire Strikes Back, Yoda was named Buffy. Yeah. What a terrible mistake that would have been. I've heard that one. That I was named Buffy? Buffy. Yeah. yeah, like the Vampire Slayer. Buffy the Sith Lord Slayer. Mm. Oh, yeah. Random fact number four. The words idiot, imbecile, and moron were once actually assigned to specific IQ ranges. An idiot had an IQ under 20, imbecile had one between 21 and 50, and a moron between 51 to 70. Oh, so you're lucky to be a moron. Yeah. Okay. What's and it? an imbecile is better than an I idiot. I would have assumed that that was kind of reversed, actually. Yeah? Idiot seems like the least of all of them. Yeah. Yeah, imbecile seems like it should be the worst. 
Wait, so idiot right? seems yeah. like the most intelligent? Yeah, idiot should mm -hmm. be the most intelligent, followed by moron, and then wrapped up with imbecile as the... Yeah, the yeah I would agree with that. I know, imbecile's yeah. got a lot of syllables going on. It sounds kind of fancy. It does, right. So that's why yeah. we, we'd be talking above the idiot imbecile's head. I, I agree with that. Finally, right in fact number five, almost all the dinosaurs featured in Jurassic Park lived in the Cretaceous period, not the Jurassic period. <laughs> mm -hmm. But... Crustaceous Park just doesn't have the same ring to it. Not that's really. That's where you go get like... I just your... saw the new movie... Uh, two days ago. Oh, How was it? My the least my least favorite out of all six now, but it I still thought it was good. And they right. updated some things based on the research that has come out and since the first Jurassic Park, right. which I thought was interesting. Wait, so you like Jurassic Park three over this one? Oh, I love Jurassic Park three. Really, I do like that one too. Yeah, you do. That must no, be no William a H Macy pleasure. Macy. Yeah, it, it is. Oh, I forgot Macy was in that one. Jennifer, thank you so much, and it's great to find another uh, Jurassic Park 3 fan. Uh, have a great weekend. Have a great fourth. Be safe. You too, guys. That is Jennifer. Yeah, that is definitely a, a guilty rewatchable for me. I've seen that movie, like, far more than I really should in my life. It was very... It was a but very it's a comfort watch for me. Poorly mood-made movie. Oh, it's really... It's terrible. I mean, it killed the franchise until it was revived in a multi-million dollar... Yeah, you know, it let out all the steam out of the bag. It, it really did. It's like, oh, you made the first movie worse by making this third movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to do that. And yet they found a way, yeah. so. Yeah, here we but, are. But, you know, yeah, I, I've heard mixed reviews on Dominion. Did she actually do the weather at any point? Yeah, she did the weather. Oh, she did? I'm pretty sure she did, yeah. <laughs> when? Didn't she? I don't know. I don't yeah, think, right did before she? Five Random Facts. I said, oh, Jennifer, get to the weather before we get to a super fast Five Random oh, Facts. Oh, okay. All right, good. Okay. Wasn't sure. Yeah. I'll have to check the tape on that. But uh, all right, we'll have today's day in history up next. But uh, we do want to give a big shout out to uh, the sponsor for today's weather. McKinstry's Home Furnishings, celebrating 164 years in downtown Beaver Dam, where customers matter and quality counts. Thank you, Sandy. They've extended their uh, special coupon sale. It is going on at McKinstry's. You can find more on their Facebook page, online, or just visit the store at Front Street in Beaver Dam. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. Before we begin... We have a local birthday. Danica Swan is celebrating a birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Danica. Happy birthday, Danica Swan. And I love that name. I love the name Danica. I, I do. It's a great name. And Danica Swan, like, doesn't that sound kind of like maybe an MI6 agent or Very something? Very mellifluous. It just rolls yes. right off the tongue. Yeah. Special Agent Danica Swan. Yes. I've come to arrest you and your whole TJ Fox. Yeah. And, would be the partner. And, and Brinkley Bear. <laughs> wow. Well, now we got a whole animal You've theme. I don't know if we need that. Yeah, we'll work on that later in the post credits. Uh, so, starting off today in history, it's July 1st, the start of a new month. It's baked bean month, hot dog month, ice cream month, picnic month, and also pickle month. Oh, wow. Yes. That's a lot of month. Yeah, it's a whole parade of uh, different great foods. Good thing outside. there's 31 days. Yes, it's also anti boredom month. Oh, well, uh-oh, okay. Sorry, we Maybe. tried. All right. So, we start off in 1770 when Lexel's Comet passed closer to the Earth than at any other comet, or than any other comet in recorded history. Oh, did any crazy cults uh, commit mass suicide as a result mm, of that? I'm not sure on right. that. And I'm not sure how close it was either. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, the world's first international telephone call was made in 1881 between St. Stephen, New Brunswick, Canada, and Cali, uh, Maine in the U.S. Wow. Yeah. What, what, did, uh, what was the content of the call? Was it a... It's the wrong it was a number. Private, it was a private call. Oh, okay, they didn't. Hey, is your phone working over there? Yeah. Okay, mine is too. Yeah. Yeah, that's about the extent of it. That was pretty much it. We're the only ones with this. <laughs> Can't talk to anybody else. Yeah, I was looking for number seven. Sorry, I yeah. was number five. Uh, yeah, was close. it was the first call. It was the second call. It was the third. It was the fourth call. Yeah, I mean, they only had each other to talk to. Pretty much. Well, we've come a long way. Now everyone ignores the phones because it's probably a scammer at this point. <laughs> True. Circle of life. Yeah. The first Tour de France bicycle race. Or is began it Tour today. de France? Tour de France. Tour de France. 1903. Was it really 1903? Yeah. Wow. It's been boring audiences ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Really, uh, really been on the ball uh, since Lance Armstrong has uh, been in it. Ooh. SOS was adopted as the international distress signal. Three dits, three dots, three dits. It was three 1908. Three dots, three dits. You got it. What does SOS stand for? Save our souls, save our shoes, save our sins. Something on a shingle. I don't know. Yeah, might be, might be something related there. Hello, morning show. Morning, Tyler. Hey, morning, Craig. what's up, Tyler? Just want to say happy early fourth Thank to both you. of you. Appreciate that. Happy Back fourth. to you, you as well. And Thomas, I didn't hear you mention the Battle of Gettysburg. Well, maybe because it was such a big event, I was going to save it for the end of history. <laughs> or maybe I forgot. Can't just skip Gettysburg, Thomas. No. It's Gettysburg. Yeah, Craig, I actually no. did a report on that for um, U.S. history in school. Yeah. And it was the bloodiest battle in the American Civil War, turning point for the North. Mm-hmm. And it took days to count the dead. Can you, uh, because of your uh, looking into this, can you tell me how many years four score and seven years ago is? That I don't, but I know the battle <laughs> took over three Three days. Their battle was First, three days. second, and third. Okay. All right. I don't know how long That's four right. score is. I is think it 87? Because I, I, I think a score is 20. Yeah. I've heard that, but I can't confirm that. I mean, I could I Google so. it right now, but my fingers are tired. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that's what Thomas should look up. Yeah, I say look at it, look it up, Thomas. I got it right now. It is 87, correct? It is 87. A score is, is 20. Uh-huh. Yeah. Boy, I've almost been here a score. Yeah, that's kind have of Have fun, guys, and happy early 4th. You too. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler, for having <laughs> Thanks, none Tyler. of it. He was just like, I, I I'm, don't I'm, care I'm, about I'm any done of with your... these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. I've totally, got better things to do right now. <laughs> totally get it. Uh, the first gay pride march in England took place in 1972. Oh. Uh, o Canada became the official national anthem of Canada in 1980. Oh, wow. Oh, A&E separated from sister channel Nickelodeon in 1985. A&E. Because then it used to be N and A and E. Yeah. Oh, 1984. The PG-13 rating was introduced by the Major uh, Motion Picture Association of America. Ah, because of Gremlins and uh, Indiana Jones and the, the Goonies, Temple of Doom. Right. Yeah. I don't know about Goonies. I don't know if that had Gremlins. To yeah. But it, it, Gremlins caused a big backlash, and then um, I can't remember if Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was the first one that was PG, or if that was just another one that fed into it. Again, something I could Google, but my fingers are tired. Nick at Night began on Nickelodeon uh, the same year, but they actually split, 1985. Oh. That's pretty cool. Because A&E was like, there is no way you're going to have slime on any of our shows. So that prompted the... Because it, it wasn't, you know... We got split. Yeah, it just wasn't the same when, you know, there'd be some old stuffy guy in a tweed jacket talking about some movie from the 40s and then have slime poured on him. Just didn't didn't seem to work. <laughs> 
Would have been more watchable, though. Yeah. Might might yeah. have been, yeah. Uh, celebrity birthdays today. Hannah Murray Gilly on Game of Thrones. Oh, the Ring yeah. Of Bell. I remember Gilly. Probably, probably died sure. right away. No, she actually didn't. Oh. I mean, I don't know if she didn't ever die. I mean, I'm sure she did. But I'm, she's alive, clearly, but the character may or may not have I died. I understand you Just not, like, right away. Uh, she is 33 <laughs> today. Liv Tyler. Oh, Arwen. Steven Tyler's daughter. Yeah. Oh, what's her last name now? Arwen? I think it's still... No, she's Arwen in, in The Lord oh, of the Rings. Oh, right. Yeah. Arwen, right. Uh, she is 45. Yeah. Wow. Uh, who else is really celebrating here? Missy Elliott, 51. Missy Elliott. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, Henry Simmons, he's Mac on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is 52. Okay. Pamela Anderson, 55. Is it Pamela Anderson's birthday today? Okay. Carl Lewis, 61. (laughs) Are we going to play it? I don't think we need to play it today. You are not going to play it today. This is his birthday. We're not going to play it? No, you know what, Carl? Carl Can you give him a pass for his birthday? A pass, yeah. (laughs) He got nine out of his ten Olympic medals that are gold, so. Yeah, he should be be remembered for that and not... The and thing not, that we're not going to play. Exactly. Alan Ruck uh, is 66. Oh. He's kind of had a restart. Isn't he on, uh, what, he's on Spin City, and he's on Succession, right? When Cameron was in Egypt's land. I'm not a big fan that's of that. That's back when he was. Right. You don't like Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I really don't like Ferris Bueller. His best work was in Speed, let's be honest. Whose best work? Alan Ruck. He was in Speed? Yeah, he was one of the guys on the bus. He's like, yeah, I just got from the airport. And then he's on the bus. And he's like trying to take photos. And then at the end, they're like, okay, we're going to just all go back to the airport. Guy's like, oh, I've already seen the airport. Oh. <laughs> you don't remember that? I don't. I'll have That's to go Aaron back Rush. and watch Speed again, I uh, guess. Dan Aykroyd, big seven zero today. Wow, happy birthday, Blondie. Deborah Harry, we celebrated her birthday. Blondie. Well, 70, front 77. Man, front woman for Blondie. Uh, David Prowse, 1935. The OG Vader. Right, yeah. He's no longer with us, if I'm not mistaken. He passed uh, two years ago, 2020. Okay. Yeah. And finally, uh, Princess Diana oh. uh, was born today, 1961. Princess Di. Yep. Candle in the wind. Yes, indeed. That is the list of celebrity birthdays. And once again, Danica Swan. Yeah, happy birthday, Danica. Happy birthday. We're going to get to our final kick in the classic of the morning. I'm not sure what it is yet, so we'll determine that momentarily. In 500 years, humans will look back at this morning show and cringe. Did this really win first place? Yes. Yes, it did. It's the 95X Morning Show. It is the morning show. We're winding down. we got our final kick in the classic in the oven. It's from 1994, but have to mention again that the Columbus 4th of July is officially underway. Yesterday was the first day, and tonight there's lots of great stuff happening in Fireman's Park in Columbus. The carnival opens up at 5 p.m. tonight. $30 wristband, that's for four hours of fun. Also, the uh, the aquatic center is in the park as well, and we got live music on the stage. The Mark Croft Band starting at 7 p.m. at the Drexel Entertainment Garden. Totally free to enter the park, even to enter and listen to the live music. That is all free. If you do want a little uh, adult beverage or a soda, that does cost a few tickets, and you can enjoy it within the confines of the Entertainment Garden on uh, hopefully another uh, beautiful night and Fireman's Park in Columbus. Like we mentioned, we're going back to 1994 when this song was released. And why are we playing? 
Ballad in Urgency by the Black Crows? Well, Adam McDungle, McDougal was born today. The keyboardist with the Black Crows back in 1971. From there... Oh, I forgot how great the uh, cover art on their CD is for this. It is, uh, yeah, there's like two versions, I think, of the cover art, and one of them I cannot even mention because it's so, uh, well, yeah, you can check it out in your own time. From the album Amarica, it's the Black Crows, Ballad and Urgency. From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the Kickin' It Classic. It's the Kickin' It Classic on the 95X Morning Show.